Welcome to the Daily Pattern Podcast. This is the pattern for the season of Advent. Jesus Christ is the light of the world. The light has come and the light is coming again. Advent is a season of preparation as God's people watch and wait for his coming. And as we wait, we turn to the Lord with this daily pattern of prayer and devotion. Set aside this time as a sanctuary. Find a space free of distraction and follow this pattern. Today is Wednesday. We begin with the name of our God, the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome to the Daily Pattern in the season of Advent. We're following the theme of each week of Advent. This week, the theme is joy. If you happen to have an Advent wreath with you, the candles with you, Now is the time to get that out and light those candles. If you are driving, walking, running, or exercising, or anything else, don't worry about the Advent wreath. But if you have it with you, now is the time. Jesus Christ is the light of the world, the light no darkness can overcome. Jesus, thank you for coming to dwell with me. Brighten the dark places in my life. Show me where you are working and teach me to respond with joy. Amen. Amen. Bro.
The Word from Luke chapter 2, verses 6 and 7. While they were there in Bethlehem, the time came for Mary to give birth to her baby. Her first son was born. She put cloth around him and laid him in the place where the cattle are fed, for there was no room for them in the inn. The Meditation Last winter, before the quarantine time, a friend of mine was dying. Ed was in his final hours when I went to his room at the nursing home. I sat by his bedside with his children and grandchildren, and it was miserable. I wanted to hear my friend's voice, but he was unresponsive. I wanted to see him smile, but he just laid there. Ed's wife, Joan, was on the other side of the room in her bed. It was evening, and so she was tucked in for the night. Joan had dementia, and so we thought that she was just kind of unaware of what was going on or that she was sleeping on the other side of the room. Such a great couple, and now they just seemed to be gone, even though they were right in our presence. So we sat around Ed in silence, and then we heard something. Rejoice, someone said. Rejoice, I say it again, rejoice, praise the Lord. It was Joan, Ed's wife, shouting and singing from her bed on the other side of the room. And she kept saying this over and over again, rejoice. It was like she could see Jesus welcoming Ed into eternity. He was so close. She saw things that we couldn't see. And she was singing him home. Even in the middle of a, of a miserable time, she said, joy. In the face of death, rejoice. Joy is not based on what we feel at the moment. It's not dependent on a happy circumstance. The source of joy is the mighty work of God. And God does his mighty work even in miserable circumstances. That's why it's possible to have joy in misery. In fact, the more misery, the more joy. The worse the situation, the greater the shout when God does his work. The more depressing the place, the louder the singing when God saves. After all, Good Friday was pure misery, but we've been singing Easter joy for 2,000 years since. Closing prayer. O God of manger and cross, grant us daily the joy of the empty tomb. Shine through the foggy mist and give us the light of life. Strengthen our voices to sing and to shout in the face of misery. For you alone are joy, and to you alone be all glory. Amen. <music>